This is the Love Your Mom Life podcast, where we get real about getting out of your motherhood rut and creating a mom life you love. I'm your host, Nikki Odin, and I know a lot about what it's like to not love your mom life. Being a mom is hard, and being a mom with goals and dreams is even harder. Over the years, I've spent a whole lot of time on the hot mess express trying to harmonize motherhood with everything else I want out of life. But eventually, I figured it out, sort of. You can create a mom life you absolutely love. So come on, let's do this thing together. Before we dive in, this is my cute little reminder to please hit that subscribe button. Be sure to follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, be sure to visit the blog at youridealmomlife.com for real life solutions to help you take back your time and love your mom life again. Hey there, welcome back to the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create a toxin-free home, which is a topic I'm particularly interested in now that we're sort of on the backside of COVID-19. And today's guest is just the person to lead us through it. I can't wait to introduce her. Before I do, though, just a couple of reminders. Take a second to hit that plus or checkmark button in your podcast app to officially follow this podcast. And if you like this episode, share it with another mom. Other moms need to know this information. Also, be sure you're following me on Instagram. My handle is at Nikki Odin. I really seriously want to be friends. Also, in case you missed it, The book is now available for pre-order on Amazon. I am super excited to share it with you. It's my collection of love letters to all the working mamas out there like you who are trying to make an impact on the world while being the best moms they can be. Definitely check it out. The link to pre-order will be in the show notes. And now let's meet our guest. Today's guest has been interested in health and the environment since she was a teen, which motivated her to get her master's of public health and start a career in health education, policy, and communications. But when she became a mom, she dove headfirst into making her home healthier. She wanted to create a healthy and happy home for her family and raise her daughters in an environment with minimal toxins. Having detoxed her own home, she knows deciphering the confusing and misleading marketplace of cleaners and everyday products isn't always easy. That's why she created Detox by Design to share toxin-free living strategies and help you navigate the confusing marketplace and get the knowledge you need to make safer choices for you and your family. Connect with her on her website, detox.design, or on Instagram at the Megan Mickelson. I'm super excited to dive in with her today. Welcome to the show, Megan. Hi, Nikki. I'm so excited to be here. And, you know, moms are my listeners as well. So I just love sharing this information with moms. Yes, I know that you have an awesome podcast as well, and I'll definitely be sharing the link to that in the show notes. And it's all centered around toxin-free talk, right? So tell us more about what it means to you to be toxin-free. Yeah. So I actually have a podcast episode about um, some people are using the term low tox right now. And Mm -hmm. I understand that like you're never going to be 100% toxin-free. 
and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is that we have toxins all around us all the time. And a lot of them we can't control, unfortunately. Right. But there are simple steps we can take every single day that will lower that amount of toxins that we have in our in our home and on our bodies. And this is important because again, we have some control. So why wouldn't you choose to be as healthy as possible and to minimize your impact and and the amount of toxins that you're you're being exposed to every day? Yeah, I think it's a relief to hear that of course, just like anything else, there is no perfect, right? right? So there are going to be some toxins in your environment, a lot of which you can't control. But to the extent you can control it, let's let's get empowered and do that. So yep. for you, what does that look like? Does that mean that you obviously you make different choices when it comes to cleansers and things like that in your home? But does it mean anything else in terms of I don't know, like the kinds of towels you buy or or that kind of thing? Yeah. Unfortunately, with the knowledge that I have, I cannot buy a single thing without like completely analyzing it. So <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't necessarily wish that on anybody, but that's the way that I am. But granted, I have a toxin-free podcast and I'm mm-hmm. teaching other people to go toxin-free. So I'm a little bit um, neurotic, I would say when it comes to it. But the great thing about going toxin-free um, is that once you've kind of done the process of detoxing your home and you've found toxin-free products that can replace your everyday regular products, commercial products, um, it's not as hard because you just have kind of adapted this way of life. And so for me, I adapted this way of life a while ago and I I do still kind of double check um, labels because sometimes a great brand gets bought out by a corporation and Mm. They cut corners because they want to save money. And so they might sneak some ingredients in there, even though the first version was great. And so I do double check those things um, periodically. But now that I've gone toxin-free, it's not so hard. Um, But back to just like, do I analyze everything? I really do. Anytime I buy something new or I think about bringing something new into my home, I want to know what's in it. Mm-hmm. Also, how it's made, and then also what kind of packaging it comes in, because toxin-free aligns with eco-friendly living really, really well. So, not only are we trying to reduce the toxins that we are exposed to, but also minimizing the impact that we have on the earth. So, right. I talk about that a lot on my podcast. So, I think. It sounds like a really nice idea for a lot of us. Like, yeah, that sounds good. I'd like to be toxin free, but it also sounds a, bit, a little bit daunting. You know, yeah. with like, do I have to do all this research and and all of this background checking? So, where do you start if you have no yeah. idea? So, I actually have a course called the Home Method that walks mm. you through that exact thing. And the first part of it, you know, you could really do this course in just a matter of a few days if you really just buckled down and sat down and went through it. But the first part really teaches you why you want to go toxin-free and then the simple methods to do it, how to research products, what to look out for. And then I walk you through each room of your house so that you end up at the end of the course, you have a list of all the stuff that you need to replace and an idea of how to replace it, what kind of product to replace it with. So um, 
one of the top questions I always get is where do I start? Mm-hmm. And I always suggest starting in the laundry room. And oh. a lot of people think, really? Laundry? Is it that bad? It really is. Um, first of all, um, dryer sheets are one of the most toxic products that we have in the home. So there's that. Um, and, and it's really bad. Those are really bad for the environment as well. But on top of that, we wear our clothes all day long. Right. And we lay in our bed with our sheets and our head on our pillow all night long. Mm-hmm. So the amount of our body that is exposed to whatever chemicals are in your cleaning or your laundry products is one of the highest, one of the most impactful things you can do in detoxing your routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend who was, she was pretty skeptical about this. She initially, I tried to help her. She has asthma and I tried to help her. And I said, you know, I know that you're struggling with having to use your inhaler more often than you would like, but I really do think you can make some simple changes and really impact your health. And at first she was just, you know, oh, I love my scented candles and I love my laundry detergent. And she was very hesitant, but little by little, I finally convinced her. And um, she ended up switching out everything. And I do believe laundry made one of the biggest differences in her health. But a few weeks after she had switched, she called me up and she said, Megan, I haven't used my inhaler in weeks. Wow. And we used to run together and we would wake up in the morning and go on our early morning runs. And the first thing that she would put in her little fanny pack before our runs was her inhaler because she never could leave the house without her inhaler. And to know that she just with a few small changes doesn't have to use her inhaler anymore. That's pretty impactful. Yeah. That's life-changing. Yeah. And I I love how you said little by little. It's like that's little by little we do a lot. And that is how you would approach any goal, which my listeners are like nodding their head. Nikki always says this, you start small. So I love that idea of start in the laundry room. I actually don't use dryer sheets. I use Yay. things like balls. I use yes, dryer balls. balls. Yes. However, I definitely use like pretty mainstream detergent. So yeah. Yeah. where do you find your detergent? Do you And like, what am I looking for in the deter- uh, detergent that's like bad? So the number one thing to look for is fragrance. Mm-hmm. Even if it says natural fragrance, um, if you're a, if you're into clean eating, a lot of people in clean eating mm-hmm. are aware that um, flavors are natural flavors. There is there's a um, a legal loophole. Yep. And just like natural flavors, natural fragrance or fragrance itself, they can literally put any ingredient they want within fragrance because it's pro- a proprietary term. And so, um, also I have a friend that's in, um, the toxin free product industry and, and she has told me that companies buy fragrance from a fragrance company. And often when they buy that fragrance, they don't even know what is within that fragrance because the company is not required to disclose what they're putting in the fragrance. And if you want to learn more about this, you can read all the legal stuff on the FDA website. I mean, it's very blatant out there that huh. this is a loophole in our in our American regulations. So fragrance is the number one thing. And once you rid fragrance out of your life, you have a heightened sense of smell. 
It's really huh. crazy how yeah, much that's so interesting. fragrance can impact your life. Um, and now that I don't have any artificial fragrance in my life, I can spot it immediately. Mm. Like, for example, um, if there's a brand that is quote unquote greenwashing, which I will explain what that is in a minute. But if there's a brand that's quote unquote greenwashing and I smell something, I can tell that that fragrance is an artificial fragrance. It's not an essential oil. It has a different sort of smell to it. And yeah, it's pretty fascinating. So back to greenwashing. Yeah. What is that? About this. And um, as you may know, being eco-friendly, being toxin-free is very, um, it's very hip. It's much more popular than it used to be. Yeah. And brands are really marketing this. Mm. And they may be marketing it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that their products are as safe as they could be. Um, This isn't exactly greenwashing, but it's similar. I was flipping through a magazine and I saw an ad for Dove and it was two dermatologists. One was like the, the mom dermatologist that was like in her 60s. And then it was a younger dermatologist in her 30s or something. And the ad basically said, I'm so glad my mom taught me to use Dove at a young age or something like that. Well, if you look at Dove, mm-hmm. you know, they're using these dermatologists as their, you know, their doctor figures trying to share that this brand is the best brand. Well, if you look at Dove, of course, they still have fragrance in yeah. their in their product, um, not to mention some other not so great ingredients that I personally would not choose to use every day. And that's just an example of how we are marketed to all day, all night. Um, yeah. And so we do just have to be a little bit more careful about the choices that we're making. And if you are into clean eating, it's really not that different. Yeah. But what I will say, and I, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I can't say the exact explanation of this. But if you think about it, when you eat food, you have digestive enzymes that break down that food. When you put ingredients and um, products on your body, it goes straight into your bloodstream. Not every single thing goes straight into your bloodstream, but our, our skin is our largest organ. And depending on the size of the molecule within the product and the, the individual ingredients within the product, it does get absorbed into our body and into our bloodstream. There's no digestive enzymes that are, you know, taking it to the liver and making it not impact our body as much. It's right, there's to- no filter, like there's no, no like filter. exactly like the way yeah. the liver so, would operate. So if you're if you are really adamant about clean eating, but you're not thinking about the toxins in your daily products, your your face lotion, for example, that you're putting on every single morning, you're missing the boat, honestly. Okay, so here herein <laughs> lies the rub with me and I bet with some of these the, the moms who are listening. I just want it to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. When it comes to cleaning my clothes, cleaning my face, staying have you know, with my young looking skin, I just want it to work. So whatever yep. chemical is gonna make it work, that's what I'm gonna use. So I think the question is if I don't use the fragrance, mm-hmm. how do I get my stuff to smell good? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, back to just finding things that work. I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. And luckily there have been so much progress in this area with products that that you really can find amazing products that do work, that are super safe, that are packaged in eco-friendly packaging. So they're out there. And I, that's my 
that's what my passion is to do is to share those with you. Um, but also back to just like things smelling good. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a line of, I do happen to have a, an online store that I created because people came to me all the time and said, I don't know what to use. And so I created my online store simply to be a resource for, for people so that they could have a one-stop shop for things that are at my safety level that I personally use in my home that I know work. Um, so the line of laundry detergent that I use, it has essential oils in it. So it mm. does have some sort of scent. But I also know that things smelling good are really, um, that's something that we are programmed. When you watch an ad on TV for a laundry detergent, what do they talk about? They talk about it smelling good. Just yeah. because something smells good doesn't mean it's clean. Mm-hmm. Often, you know, the smell is masking the fact that the clothes aren't as clean as they could be. So truly something not smelling at all, that really should be how we determine if something is clean or not. I it love doesn't that smell shift. Like, yeah. It, right? smell, it doesn't smell like anything. Yeah. That makes, means it's clean. Yeah. That right. is such a, a mindset sh- shift. Right. And I think a lot of times with switching products, you do have to make a mindset shift. You might, mm-hmm. um, for example, things might be more expensive, but the product goes further so you don't have to use as much. So instead of like two pumps of your lotion, maybe you only have to use one pump of your lotion. So there's little things like that. Um, Actually, actually my last um, podcast episode was just about hacks for using eco-friendly and toxin-free products because sometimes you just have to switch how you're using something. And I know it can be difficult, but... um, once you do it, then you realize, oh, I actually like this better. Just like right. the laundry detergent, right? Mm-hmm. How often do you say to yourself, I love my mom life? A lot, hopefully. But if sometimes you sort of feel like motherhood is one long ride on the hot mess express, you're not alone. As a mom, you have the best intentions of getting your to-do list, your goals, and you know, your life in order, and sometimes you kind of do. But then a small human asks you repeatedly for a snack and you completely lose track of what you are doing. Sound familiar? Our mission at Your Ideal Mom Life is to help moms take back their time and get more of what they want. And we have a fun and simple and free way to help you make that happen. It's called the Mom Life Challenge. During this challenge, you'll learn how to create a mom life you absolutely love. In three days, you'll jumpstart the habits you need to organize your life and your schedule. Translation, less mom fails, more winning. And did I mention it's free? Visit us at youridealmomlife.com slash momlifechallenge and join thousands of other moms who are taking back their time and loving their mom life again. Okay, so I think I was kind of going down this road before the pandemic hit, and yeah. I was trying to be cleaner, although I was maybe being greenwashed a little bit. Yeah. But when COVID-19 became a thing, I was like, give me harsh chemicals. I want something that will kill everything so that I this virus doesn't come into my home. And so I think that goes back also to a little bit to, I just want it to work. So yeah, what has your experience been with household cleaners that are not harsh chemicals, but that still kill bacteria and viruses? Okay, so 
first of all, um, we really only need to be cleaning for viruses and bacteria when we know we have been exposed to them. Right. You know? Right. So if you have a, f- a family member that is truly sick, mm-hmm. yes, you should use a disinfectant. Okay. There are safe disinfectants. For example, I have sitting right here on my desk, hydrogen peroxide. Oh. One of the most safest and cheapest disinfectants out there. I didn't know and, it was a disinfectant, like for surfaces. I've always yes. used it obviously on cuts. Yes, you can spray oh. it on surfaces. Now you don't want to put it in a clear bottle and spray it because it is um, the effectiveness changes when it's exposed to light. So that's why Which you'll why always it comes... see it in a brown package. Right, Got but it. you could find as you know, you can actually buy spray lids that fit right onto your hydrogen peroxide bottle, and you can just spray your countertops or your doorknobs with that, right? What a hack. That is, I know, that is right? amazing. So simple. That is amazing. <laughs> so, so that's what you want to do if you are exposed or you have somebody that's sick in the home. But right. for the most part, we just need to remove dirt. And a lot of these products don't need to be as harsh as they as they say, because we do need some good bacteria in our lives. It's good Certainly. for our health. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's one thing I always like to say is, you know, just make sure you're doing the appropriate level of cleaning and, and then you'll find the right product. Okay. So what about the toilet? The toilet. <laughs> so you, you could clean inside the toilet with, um, you know, I use just a scrub cause I want to get all of that scrub off. If you have a toilet ring, a pumice stone is the best thing to get it off. It scratches it off the porcelain. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can use a disinfectant like hydrogen peroxide on the, on the lid and on the, all those surfaces and just clean those, um, those germs away there. You can even look up on the EPA, a list of, this is even for commercial level cleaning. And they have their list of like the all of the cleaning cleaners that you should use for um, to make sure the environment is safe for um, like schools or whatever. Hydrogen peroxide is listed on that list. So it doesn't, there's a lot of super harsh chemicals on there. I would not suggest that you use, but if you really want to dig in, um, you can find resources for other things too that are safer that uh, still get those um, bacteria and viruses gone, but hydrogen peroxide works and it's so simple and it's so affordable. It is so affordable. It is like literally the cheapest thing. That is such, like, that's mind blowing to me. (laughs) But honestly, like a lot of people, they, because we've been marketed to our entire lives, they believe Mm -hmm. that they have to buy a cleaning product for every specific use. And I just want to alert all the listeners to the fact that they can create Windex for your windows and then another product for your countertops and they'll sell both of those to you because they want you to buy more things. Mm-hmm. Do you really need to have a product specifically for your windows and a product specifically for your countertops? You really don't. In fact, I sell a um, product that is a clear glass jar with a tablet and it's a multi-surface cleaner and you just 
when you run out, you just plop a new tablet in there, add more water. It's actually the best window cleaner I've ever used. Yeah. And it's not necessarily specifically for windows. Right. Right. I I have a similar um, brand that I have found. I use their soap as well. It's just like a little tablet and you put it in the glass jar and you add the water, but same thing with the multi-purpose cleaner. And then it's less trash, obviously, because you're reusing the container. Exactly. And it is effective. So, but that, the hydrogen peroxide, I, I had never known that. <laughs> okay. So when we talked about where do we start, we start in the laundry room mm-hmm. and then maybe we add some of the hydrogen peroxide in. What are some like yeah. advanced tips? Like, all right, I'm like rocking this now. Wh- wh- where can I aspire to to be one day? So I think advanced tips are to go as eco-friendly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, some people come to toxin-free through being super eco-friendly, but sometimes it's the other way. And I'm passionate about both. So um, if you're really concerned with um, going toxin-free, really start thinking about being more eco-friendly. So when you are at the store and you grab something off the shelf, when you look at that product, think, how much is this going to impact the earth? Mm-hmm. Is it packaged in plastic? Plastic? Is it reusable or not reusable? Like we talked about with the glass container, with the tablets, that's going to be the most eco-friendly because most people think that plastic is recycled when they stick it in the recycling bin. But a few years ago, we were shipping all of our plastic containers to China and they were recycling them for us. How uneco-friendly is that? Right. (laughs) containers of American product, American trash being recycled in quotes by China. I mean, we don't really know what they were doing with them anyway, but that's, that was what America was doing. Well, China decided they didn't want to recycle for us anymore. So in many areas, recycling plastic is very expensive. And so in many places, even if you do put your your plastic container in the recycling bin, it doesn't necessarily get recycled. Oh my gosh, that just ruined my life. <laughs> right? Yes. It's pretty, oh, it's pretty no. mind-blowing. So, um, and I know that I think this is like really is for the expert level because going super eco-friendly can be hard. For example, a shampoo bar instead of a shampoo liquid. Ooh. Some people are mind-blown by that idea. It's there. And actually, if you think about it, shampoo is really soap mixed with water. And what are you doing in the in the shower? Right. You're mixing your shampoo bar with your with the water from your shower head. Now there are a lot of hacks for doing that, like for example, rubbing the bar on your head versus rubbing it in your hands and then trying to put it in your hair. But mm-hmm. those are the kinds of things where I think it's it's just a little bit more difficult. And so this is, this is your expert tip because once you've done everything else, you're like, yep, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go as eco-friendly as possible. But I also want to say that let's say you tried the shampoo bar and you're like, okay, I can handle the shampoo bar two times a week, but the other two times I just got to use my regular liquid shampoo. That's okay. You're mm-hmm. still making an impact. Exactly. Right. You're like do what you can do. Impact. Do what you can do and never feel bad that like you're having to take a step backwards because your lifestyle changed or you found a product and it, it just didn't work as well. Find mm-hmm. 
give it to a friend to try because maybe it'll work great for them. Don't just throw it in the trash can. But I do want to just, you know, that's one thing I talk about all the time on the podcast. It's like, don't beat yourself up. Just do the best you can and know that even by thinking and trying to do more, you're doing a great job. Yeah, I love that because it's just like any other goal, right? We don't need to bite off the entire the entire thing in one bite, right? We we can start small and do what we can do and we're still making an impact and still moving towards it. So if you wash your hair, let's say five times a week, but two of those times you're using the bar, that's less shampoo you're using than less shampoo you're going to buy in the liquid form and, then, and, and it adds up. Yeah, it's just like it take one one little step, and little by little, we do a lot. I love that idea. I had no yeah. idea shampoo in a bar was a thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That one was easier for me than conditioner, just because I have really thick hair, and I want a conditioner that's like heavy and that will wear it down. And I do the I do that thing where I do use the regular one a couple times a week, and then I use the bar. So mm-hmm. I'm you know trying to, I'm trying to do my best to move towards the most eco friendly option. But even I'm not perfect, you know? Nobody is, right? Yeah. And your hair looks great. No one else can see it, but it does look great. (laughs) (laughs) So that's encouraging. Okay. So what about things like nail polish? Yeah. Nail polish is, um, oh gosh, (laughs) it's complicated. I will say that there is a brand that I really like Mm -hmm. and it's kind of amazing how fast it dries. So not only is it super, um, it's it's the healthiest I found, but also it's super functional because you put it on and then you can like touch it within minutes and it's not gel. Interesting. So one of the things that's not great about gel besides the chemicals is that you're exposing your fingertips to that UV light. Right, right. So mm-hmm. really just not great for you in general. Um, not to mention being in, in the salon. If you're a salon goer, there's lots of other scents and things that are going on in there. Not great for your lungs um, in general. So this brand is called Dazzle Dry. I don't have an affiliate or anything. Oh, I really yeah, like I use it. Dazzle Dry. It is great. I agree. It great. Yeah, it's a whole I didn't know it was clean. Yes, it is. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Look it's at a me. whole process. So, you know, it's not as easy as just painting your nails and going, but at the same time, you can kind of touch things afterwards faster yeah, than I agree. You can with other brands. The other thing, um, I think that the stickers aren't perfect, mm-hmm. but at least the stickers aren't giving as quite the amount of smell that you would mm-hmm. get because a lot of the issues with nail polish is related to the, the VOCs that are in them, the volatile, volatile organic compounds. That's what you smell in the nail polish. So, um, so that would be my, my tip for nail polish. And also, you know, maybe do it less often instead of having your toenails painted all winter long. Nobody sees your toenails. Let your toenails go free in the winter and, you know, don't <laughs> expose yourself to those chemicals during the winter or, or save it for special occasions. You know, um, again, it's that balance of like doing the best most of the time and, you know, giving yourself this, this grace as well. I love giving yourself grace. We yeah. always, so in everything we do and every new endeavor, every new goal we tackle, we give ourselves grace. Yep. Now, how do I take my polish off in a clean way? Yeah. That seems brand that um it, I actually bought on on Amazon I can't remember the name of it but I'll send you a link and okay. um it's you have to kind of um 
what I do is similar to when you get your gel nails taken off where they like put a bunch of it on a cute or a, a cotton, sw- cotton, cotton swab and they let it like soak in for a while. You have to do that. Cause again, mm-hmm. it's just not, it's not straight acetone. So it's not going right. to be taking it off as easily, but, um, this brand does work and it, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. I think it's something naturals, but I cannot remember the name of it. Very cool. I love all these tips. This has been so mind-blowingly helpful and amazing that you have a course so people can go and learn how to do all this themselves. And we'll definitely share that link in the show notes so that people can take back their power when it comes to creating a toxin-free home. Well, even just subscribing to my email, like maybe you're not ready for the course yet. I Mm -hmm. get it. Like, you know, maybe you're brand new to the idea of going toxin-free. Just subscribe to my email and get these tips every week and just start learning and figuring out how you can do it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll definitely share those links and the link to the podcast. I love everything you're doing and really, really appreciate you being here. Yeah, super fun podcast. Thank you for having me, Nikki. Absolutely. Well, that wraps up our conversation with Megan Mickelson. I know you took a ton of value from it. My mind is blown. I'm sure yours is too. So can't wait to hear what you're going to start implementing. We'll see you next time on the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you took something of value from it. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean the world if you would leave a rating or a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Your Ideal Mom Life on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast.